Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. Let's play a game. Keith Richards, Samantha from Sex and the City, George Costanza from Seinfeld. What do these three seemingly unrelated personalities have in common? I would call them serial daters. And what makes them serial daters? Is it fear of commitment, fear of vulnerability, just bad luck? Or are they all highly dopaminergic people? Dopamine was discovered by Kathleen Montague in 1957, and yes, I freaking love that this discovery was made by a woman. Originally, scientists called dopamine the pleasure molecule, but much further study, so much study showed that dopamine is the molecule of seeking. It's the molecule of surprise, of novelty, of more. In fact, there was a whole book written called The Molecule of More. I highly recommend you checking it out. And what all of these studies showed is that highly dopaminergic people have an internal force that's driving them to be dissatisfied. Think of the person who gushes about finding their soulmate love. They post photos of travel and deep kisses and how this person made every other person before insignificant. They fall in love and there's this heavy period of creativity, of excitement, of connection to everyone, to the world, and they feel alive and in their prime. Their adventures seem epic and inspiring. And then 12 months down the road, they disappear from social media. The relationship seems to either have faded into something that feels unsatisfactory for them, or they break it off and start a new relationship cycle. And we laugh that this friend of ours is on soulmate love version 4.0 when this cycle starts up again. This person just needs the thrill of early love. They're addicted to the passion of this lustful phase. They're in an immature dopamine cycle. Keith Richards is possibly the most dopaminergic person that we all know. In his memoir, Life, he reports having had more than 4,000 sexual partners. That's one every 10 days by the time his book was published. You may also know that Keith Richards suffered from addictions and engaged in a lot of risky behavior, and so many dopamine-driven people have this in common. But I'm interested in talking about dopamine in relation to sex and love. 
how much of what we're doing in sex and love is driven by dopamine? How under the influence of this molecule are we? The anthropologist Helen Fisher did a study to find out more about love, how we choose it, who we choose. She based her study not on psychology, but on brain science. And she found that the early passion of love lasts no more than 18 months tops. Through her research, she put together this survey to find out personality preferences based on neuroscience. From a Wall Street article on her work, she identified four systems, each with its own host of traits, the dopamine, serotonin, testosterone, and estrogen systems. Dopamine and serotonin, which are neurotransmitters, govern our stay-or-go scale, which decides how comfortable we are exploring unknown risks or whether we, in this group, prefer the familiar. Testosterone and estrogen are hormones, and these determine the extent of how our brains express male or female traits. So this study was one of the most fascinating things on dopamine that I have come across because it really helps us to understand our dominant choices in choosing love and relationships. The Fisher Temperament Index, as it's known, identifies these four brain systems linked to personality. And typically, we all express some, but there are dominant traits in each of us. People who are high on the dopamine scale tend to be curious, creative, spontaneous, energetic, restless, enthusiastic, impulsive, and mentally flexible. We tend to be liberal. These are the explorers and the risk takers, both personally and in business, and they are very good at idea generation. They can't tolerate people who are boring, and these dopamine people are drawn to people like themselves. And it's all fascinating stuff, but it's actually not what I wanted to talk about in this episode. There might seem to you to be a futility in knowing about how dopamine is making us operate. Like, are we at the mercy of some evil compound that wants us to be, I don't know, unhappy and endlessly striving? What I want to talk about is why I think relationships don't make it out of this phase. I see a lot of people stuck in this cycle of fall in love, break up, fall in love, break up. But space shuttles have four phases, the launch phase, the cruise phase, the encounter phase, and the extended operations phase. There is a thought out plan and a knowing that these amazing crafts will need to shift into a new phase. The same is true for you in love. So how do we move into lasting and satisfying love with this seemingly asshole friend called dopamine whispering in our ear to get something more, get something different? Well, we also have molecules that want us to stay. Serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins, endocannabinoids. All of these want us to stay, to stay in love. They're called the here and now molecules. So these here and now molecules rely on sensation and emotion. And this, my friends, is why I think so many of us can't make it out of the lust phase. It's why 
after a year, we decide that this person actually isn't for us. And it is because culturally, we are trained away from our emotions. We are encouraged to be in our heads, and we're discouraged from being in our bodies. But these here and nows, these sensation and emotion components live in the present moment. And so to develop a lasting love, companioned love, we need to develop a practice that helps us live in the present moment. One of the here and now molecules, an endocannabinoid, is called anandamide. And in Sanskrit, this means joy, bliss, delight. Long-term relationship does not have to be passionless. The phases of relationship are not lust, love, and then bored out of your mind and sexless. That's a lie. It might be common, but it is not the way that we're supposed to operate. We are meant to stay in love. The jet fuel of dopamine propels us to find it. The here and now allows us to keep it and thrive in it. Passion and delight exist outside of the dopamine phase. I say use dopamine as a friend. Dopamine helps you feel more confident. It contributes to self-efficacy. Enjoy the thrill. Just be conscious of the effects of dopamine. Use dopamine. Don't let dopamine use you. Look forward to the depth and intensity that all of the phases of love hold. Right now, a lot of my time has been spent putting together a hybrid program to help you do just this. If you want to know more about how to make passion last, how to reignite it in yourself and in your relationship, make sure to follow the one podcast for how to sign up. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.